0: All right, so welcome to episode number 37 of The Space In Between. It is our 37th episode, but it is our first episode with my uh, family member, one of my family members. My sister, Willa Hahn, will be on in a moment. We sat down and she shared her journey of being a pageant queen, and, and maybe she'll break some walls of perception down for you today on what that all is. Uh, so we'll join her in a moment, but before we get there, a number of things happening in Nomadland. Right now, I am knee-deep leading a teacher training uh, at Riverstone Yoga, uh, but I will be leading another one, our Nomad 200-hour teacher training. So 200 hours to give you the foundations on becoming a yoga teacher, but then also beyond. We'll be offering two other miniature, like little weekend trainings that will add more tools to your toolbox. So that is happening this fall. It's beginning September 19th. Well, we have an information session happening this month. So July, that's Thursday, July 18th at 6. 30 p.m. We'll be at Bar Body and Soul. This was where we'll be holding the training. Uh, So you can come and meet with me and ask me any questions about the the program and find out more. And I can find out more about you too. So if you're interested, send over an uh, email. Just let us know you're coming. You can email me directly at phoebe at nomadalwaysatom.com. And you can also just go visit the website and click on the link there. Uh, and then what else is happening is Becca Roberts, the owner of Namastasis, we are co-leading a retreat in Belize, November 17th through November 22nd, uh, and our early nomad special ends this month on July 17th. So if you're interested in traveling to Belize with Becca and I diving in deep into the practice of yoga and snorkeling and being in the sunshine, uh, go ahead over to our Nomad website and sign up. If you sign up, again, before November 17th, you save a little bit of money there, and we'll also save your spot for you. And um, the other retreat that's happening next March, March 2020, I will be leading a group with my Movement 109 as well as yoga in um, Bali bali march 2020 so you can find out all about this over at our nomad website nomadalwaysathome.com. and now let's go ahead and sit with my sis all right so we are here today my first podcast interview with a family member my sister willa pearl han hi <laughs> And I wanted to have this conversation with you today to share with everybody, because you are a pageant queen, and you have just, have you officially retired now? Sort of. Okay. Um, I had my last state competition. Yeah. My last competition in general, ever. Yeah, (laughs) because you are now out, like... The age, right?
1: I've aged out, and I'll be an old married woman, so I can't
0: be miss America. An old married woman next year at the yes. age of, like, 25. Yes. Old an age. old married woman. An old married woman at 25. <laughs> um, so, yeah, but so, and it's funny because today when I was on Facebook, it showed me memories, and it was the memory of your very first pageant in West Virginia, wow. which was back in 2013, And so now that is, let's do the math, that's been six years. Six years
1: ago, I was a senior in high school.
0: Yeah. And, you know, every time I talk to my friends and I say, oh, I have this younger sister who is a pageant queen. (laughs) (laughs) First of all, they know who I am. They not necessarily know who you are, but they have this perception of what a pageant queen is and looks like Mm -hmm. and is brought up and they don't really see me and you're like somewhat of a reflection of me just because they don't know you and they have this perception of what they think a pageant queen is and what their life looks like and so I thought maybe it would be fun to talk today about your journey of how you got there and what it looked like and where you're going with it what it's done for you and where you want to go and just kind of break down those walls of perceptions for other people so how does that sound great yeah Okay. Let's let's talk about it. Let's let's talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go back beyond six years ago, mm-hmm. and you were in high school. Yes. And you went to a special high school. Yes. Do special you, a special high a school. A special <laughs> high school. Um, do you want to? Yeah. Do you want to share where you went?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I went to the Barbara Ingram School for the Arts in Hagerstown, Maryland, where I was first a musical theater major and then a, a vocal performance major, and I'd been singing for my whole life since I could talk, Yeah, and taking voice lessons since mom and dad would let me.
0: Yeah. And you were and playing, I mean, you were playing, like, lead roles in the community theater, yes. and... Yeah. So you... Yeah. It was you had a, mm-hmm. You have still a talent,
1: right? A gift. What's the director that mom likes? Christopher Guest. I always we had very Christopher Guest life, and so I wanted to continue that. Do a pageant, right? Right. Uh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and so, for Christopher Guest is the one who did. So, people, if they don't mm-hmm. know, Christopher
1: Guest is the best in show. Best in show, and uh, that that weird little musical theater. Community theater. Oh, yeah. Waiting for Guffman. Yeah, Yeah. waiting for
0: Guffman. Yeah. And yeah, (laughs) definitely Berkeley Springs and going to those musicals Mm -hmm. when I would come and see you definitely had that fun. Everyone thought they were on
1: Broadway. Waiting for
0: Guffman, yeah. Yeah. Waiting for him to show up.
1: Yeah, we were all going to be the next big thing.
0: But, I mean, I am biased. (laughs) I am am your sister, but I always thought whenever you were on stage, there was. Sure, I was great. You were. (laughs) You were. (laughs) Yeah, I definitely remember when you were, um, I don't know the character's name, but in the... Audrey. Audrey, yeah, in a Little Shop of Horrors, and I was like, oh, my girl, my girl has some talent there. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so you, you saw, we saw this gift in you, and, mm-hmm. you know, so you decided to go to this um, performing arts, and
1: wasn't it the beginning of it? It was, I was the very first graduating class to go through the whole four years. Yeah. So... Yeah, but I knew that I wasn't going to college for the arts. I just wanted to try something new. So
0: wait, I don't know if I knew that. Yeah. I thought for some reason you that was the path you wanted to take. No, I
1: had thought about it. That's why I originally looked at Ithaca, because they had a great music program. And then I think I, it was mostly that I was a sullen teenager, and everyone thought I was going to go to school for musical theater, and I was like... No, I don't like this anymore. But well, when you but first I, yeah. went into when your I first, first started yeah, when yeah I, you sort of. I wasn't a I I wasn't a musical theater major, I was a political science major.
0: But no, in and, and sorry, back in oh, high school. Yes. You yeah. did want to do that. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: In the beginning of high school, but by the end I was like, I'm done with this. Yes, that I
0: know. I'm good. And, but and I just you saw wanna... your sister, the starving artist dancer in the city. Sure. Or like... I
1: don't know what it was, but I was just like, I'm done with this. this is... Yeah. But I didn't want to totally give it up.
0: So. And there was some politics there that you weren't like happy with. Yeah. 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 And you even switched your.
1: Mm-hmm. Focus I switched. I switched my major. In um, high school. Because I didn't like. The program that I was in, mm-hmm. or the the teacher I that I was with. That. Um, but I was yeah I was just like this isn't really the life that I want. But I love singing, so how can I continue doing that and, you know, make mom and dad still pay for voice lessons? Like, <laughs> like, like, what will get them to do that? And actually, weird, like weirdly enough, you were getting divorced. Yes, I was. And mom was visiting you, I think, to help you move out of your house. Okay. And that, that was a- Miss America weekend. Okay. And you guys were at your house at the time in... Newburgh. Okay. And my dad and I were back in West Virginia, where I grew up, and for whatever reason, I was like, Miss America is on tonight. We should all watch it Okay, together in text. I okay. don't know if you remember that. but I yeah. might have been in my own bubble. Yeah, you and Mom <laughs> were watching Miss America at your house, and my okay. dad and I were watching Miss America, and I just remember, I was, like, jumping around, pretending to, like, dance and going, like, America! America! Like, the whole time, but... <laughs> there was this one girl who ended up winning Miss America, Mallory Hagan. She was Miss New York. Okay. And she was so cool. And admittedly, I was like, everyone else on the stage just seems exactly like what I would expect from a pageant girl. At the yeah. time, I had never done a pageant or thought about doing a pageant. And I was like, all these other girls, no. No. Mallory Hagen. She's got, this. she seems cool. She was talented. She did this amazing tap dance. And I think even oh, you, I remember yeah, yeah, that. Actually, you, you were so. like, actually, okay, she's, she's okay. Okay. Like, that, I, do, yeah. <laughs> I do remember that. I was like, it was like something with like, um, spoons or something. No, no, that was the next year. That oh, was or, or two years later. No, okay. she did. Uh, I do remember yeah. being impressed. She did a tap dance. Oh, Get yeah. up off of that thing. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um and you were like, okay, she's okay. Yeah, yes. she's good. You know? <laughs> I approve. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and um, but she was so cool, her onstage question was great, her evening gown like didn't have any sparkle on it or anything. I was like, she seems cool. I could be like her. Okay. And so partially because she seemed cool and also because I thought if nothing else, it would be a really funny story <laughs> to tell. Literally that night, I was like, How do you compete for Miss America? and I found the Miss Berkeley County West Virginia organization, a (laughs) local pageant of the Miss America organization, and I signed up. Okay. And thus began the journey. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Began the journey
0: of pageant life. Yeah. So that was your senior year of high school. Yes. And so, yes, and so, I think it was, was it the 4th of July? I mean, I have a picture from the 4th. Was
1: it like the night before or something? It was like around that weekend, I think, it because was when grandma, grandma was getting married. Yeah, it was like she days got, before that. I think yeah. she got married on July. She got married
0: right after the 4th right, of July. Right. So, so I it was feel right like before... we were this. Visit- I think mm-hmm. we came to wherever that was yeah. for the 3rd. And I remember driving back on the 4th. Right. So that was your first competition. Mm-hmm. And you got pretty far. I think you did. Yeah. I mean, I'm... I was like blown away. Yeah. It's so, like, here we go. Like, right. what the hell, first of all, is my. So- well, I was in my <laughs> own bubble of right. life. But I was like, wait, what is my sister doing? Yeah. We're going to a pageant? Yeah. (laughs) What?
1: But I remember being, like, seeing you on stage, I was like, oh, shit. But yeah, so the (laughs) the way the Miss America organization works, you have to first win a local pageant, and then if you, it's like your local title, you hold it for a full year, and during that year one of the things you get to do is you compete for a state pageant so I was Miss Potomac Highlands okay but the first pageant I competed in the first local was Miss Berkeley County and I literally like did nothing to prepare for it like I had been singing forever so I knew what I was doing in that respect but for the most part I was like this is just funny like this whole (laughs) thing is funny and I'm just, it's going to be a funny story. But then I was first runner-up at that local. And it was like, I can't be first runner-up. Like, no. this no, is a- <laughs> I need to win. I need to win now. And I was hooked. So I went back and I competed for another title and won Miss Potomac Highlands. Went to Miss West Virginia. Really had zero expectations for it because, again, I was just kind of along for the ride. Yeah. It was going to be a funny story to tell. And, yeah, I made the top 15 yeah. That year, and was like, well, now I want, now I have to win. Now <laughs> I have
0: to go for it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Wait, and you did it, did you sing then? I don't know,
0: did I get to hear you sing then? Um, I, I think, think you
1: were there for all the prelims. <clears throat> yeah. Okay, so yeah.
0: you got to sing for that, but
1: then after I won. 15, yeah, that, that year synagogue. I won talent. Yes. Um, during my talent preliminary, there's, at the time, there were several phases of competition. It was your private interview swimsuit or lifestyle and fitness okay um evening gown trying to think what I already said on stage question and talent yeah and so I won my talent preliminary and then you go into finals night and based on your preliminary scores yes midge yeah we have little midge in the background um (laughs) based on your preliminary scores in West Virginia the top 15 get called in but then yeah I got eliminated after swimsuit. Right. So I got to see you in you know. your swimsuit again. Yes.
0: But They're I was welcome. impressed. Like, I was, like, mortified in some right. ways because I was like, what the hell am I doing here? Right. Why is my sister doing this? Yes. Like, protective of you? Like, what the... Yeah. Do I need to have an intervention? <laughs> but then I saw
1: you on stage and I was like, oh, now I get yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a lot of fun and there were a lot of things that I wasn't expecting about the Miss America organization. Uh, you do, like, a lot of community service work. That year, I was a senior in high school, and I didn't know what I was doing. So I think my, like, community service initiative was fitness. Because mm-hmm. my dad yeah, was a doctor, and it was easy. Yeah. So, <laughs> and West Virginia, they right. have a bit of an overweight. We, yeah, we have one of the most obese cities in the country. So I was yeah. like, let's... Get them in let's shape. not have that much obesity in West Virginia anymore but yeah. I really didn't care about it but you know I did some stuff for that um, and that kind of began began my, like, like my community service yeah. journey or my whatever you want to call it political journey from there because of the community service work but also you earn scholarship money the reality is you don't earn nearly as much scholarship money as you're spending to compete <laughs> in the pageant but we love to now that I'm out of it I can say that yeah. You know, but we love to talk about all of the scholarship money. But that it's really just earned. buying your dresses. It's really barely. Maybe not even that. I think the total that I earned my entire time competing was like three thousand dollars and I probably spent much more than that. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to think about how much I <laughs> Okay. on gowns. But you know we'll it's that. a nice thing that they do if you don't spend any money yeah. somehow. You earn a lot of scholarship money. Yeah. So that's nice. And yeah, there were just, and I made all of my friends over the years through it. So there were just a lot of benefits. Yeah. Well, that's
0: the yeah. thing that I noticed with you was that I know, like, you had a really hard time in, yeah, before your high school, you had some kind of mm-hmm. hard time making friends. And even and in high school. And yeah. then in high school, yeah, there was another kind of round of, like, you having a hard time with your friends. Yeah. But then what I've seen is, like, you really, which I was, knowing that when you went into pageant's life it was like oh shit like mm-hmm. she's gonna have this all over again right but really like you have made these friends that are now going to be in your wedding and yeah. are really seem to be like I've I met a couple of them they seem to be really truly genuine and, and sweet and yeah um, supportive of you and I think that's really
1: special yeah and I think that's that was the biggest thing that I found was in that year, again, like, I was kind of just in the Miss West Virginia pageant to tell the story. Yeah. So I wasn't necessarily there to make lasting friendships, but yeah. it was really cool for the first time. I was used to, I went to this art school, and there was this kind of competitive environment, yeah. which is sort of what I was expecting it's a for a pageant, because we are competing against each other, but it was just unexpectedly smart, cool girls to be around. Mm-hmm that you wanted to be friends with and there wasn't a whole lot that every once in a while there's like that one girl who's really there not to make friends but everybody's yeah. really friendly to each other for the most part um and it was a cool environment for me to be in, like a, a nice change too yeah so
0: so you so you did your so just to go on the mm-hmm. timeline so you did your comp- first competition in west virginia got yeah. top 15 that was in 2013 yeah and then you went to college in Ithaca, mm-hmm. that was your freshman year, that, yeah. that basically that fall.
1: Right, and I held that title of Miss Potomac Highlands until the following March or April in my freshman okay. year, came back to West Virginia a couple of times, did like community service events and appearances, but I didn't compete that year because I, I was at school for the first time, I didn't have a car, it didn't really make sense for me to be mm-hmm. traveling to competitions. Or, Just, yeah, figuring out yeah. college life was a lot. But I knew... I wanted to do it again because it, it, like I said, really lit a fire under my butt. I wanted to win <laughs> so badly. Yeah. And that was really what it was, you know. Yeah. That was and what was motivating me. I yeah. so and, badly. And so, sorry, so when you went to college, you went
0: with the intention of going somewhere that had... Um, mm-hmm. An
1: opportunity for performance, yeah. but that wasn't your focus. No. So what initially, your... initially I was a political science major. Yeah. I switched pretty quickly to communications, um, but my whole intention was to work on political campaigns because I was really inspired by the Obama campaign, not necessarily him as a leader, but the campaign itself... Um, the messaging that they used, all of that really spoke to me, and obviously got people really fired up. And I was like, "How do we, how do we do that for other candidates? Yeah. How can I do that?" Um, so initially, the political science program, but I realized it's about communication. Yeah, it's really about the communications aspect, the advertising and public relations and that kind of stuff. So I ended up switching, but because of like this political involvement, I wanted to do more. Political stuff and community service work around that, mm-hmm. and so my sophomore year of college, I decided, let's go back to the Miss America organization. This time in New York, yeah. And my platform at the time was called Power of the Millennial Vote, I think. Okay. Something like and that. It was always yeah. yeah. Something around now it's not just millennials voting; it's younger people, so it's the power of your vote. Yeah. Because there's millennials and whatever generation. Gen Z. Gen, Gen Z, those Z. people. Oh, we're a Gen Z now. Yes, okay. those people are voting now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I so had to change it up a little bit, but yeah, it was a, mostly at that point, again, just really wanted to win, but at that point it was yes. also like, you know, I have this thing that I care about, voting and politics and getting more people involved in it, so why not compete yeah. and do more with this? Yeah. And through competing you get to meet all kinds of people... political leaders, um, so, yeah, why not get involved through that, and so I did, and New York, at the time, was really competitive, because they had Mallory, and this was 2015, 2015, yeah, they had Mallory Hagan, who was was the first, girl who inspired you, right, but then, so she can still compete, even though she won, no, okay, no, then once you win Miss America, you're, you're, well, actually, once you win a state title, you're done, okay, yeah, um, but, so she had just, she had won Miss America, and oh, okay. the year that I started competing for New York, or the year before that, the year after Mallory, anyway, Nina Davalori, the second oh, Miss New York oh, in a yeah. row, won Miss America, and then the year that I was competing, a third Miss New York, <laughs> Kira Kazantsev, won Miss America again, so we had a three-peat at Miss America, so it was like... New York was competitive. We yeah. had three Miss Americas in a row. Now we had another one. Yeah. Crazy right now, but... Um, so I was, like, I, you know, I went into it kind of thinking, like, I'm probably not going to win a yeah. local title. It's going to be hard. But I went and competed for my first local, Miss You went Hughes. to that one. Yep. To that one. Mm-hmm. And I won as... Miss Erie Canal. (laughs) Yes! I remember that. I was like, what is her title? We made a lot of jokes about that title.
0: Yeah.
1: Erie Canal. Oh, yes. Yeah, we made a lot of jokes (laughs) about that title. uh, But, yeah, and so, you know, started again in the Miss America organization, and... Worked really hard. I was going to school in Ithaca. Syracuse is about an hour away, and I was in Syracuse pretty much every weekend doing yeah, I remember various that. kinds of community service work. I because I had what this. Kind, what kind of community service work did you do? All kinds of things. I and mean, because of my community service initiative, I was doing a lot of voter registration. Okay. But the, the you know your local organization, depending on how involved they are, will set up all kinds of stuff for you. So we were doing like food banks blood drives you know, <laughs> whatever yeah. we could do
0: just anything um, to be present
1: yeah and parades and, and all that and what did that kind of look stuff. like
0: did you show up with
1: your yes. sash in your crown oh yeah yeah you know and all dressed up all dressed up you know cocktail dresses or business <laughs> outfits yeah um but yeah always in the sash and crown in yes. heels and didn't heels. matter what the weather was you're in upstate New York it's snowy and you're still in heels <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and shaking hands yeah and smiling yes Freezing, but smiling. It's freezing, but smiling. Yes. Um, and, yeah, and, so, and through that, because of my title, I had reached out to the League of Women Voters in my area, and they were impressed that a young person wanted to get involved, so they not only let me join, but made me a board member. Oh, okay. Which was really cool. Yeah. So I just, you know, it, it gave me really big bigger ways to get involved than I probably would have been able to without the title. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that year again went on to Miss New York, and Miss New York is structured a little bit differently than West Virginia. They just do a top ten, mm-hmm. and the top ten gets to compete in everything until on stage question when they cut it down to a five. Okay. And so my first year in New York again, I was just happy to be there. It was, I was in was, Staten Island. Yeah, it was That's Staten the, Island that, that, that year. One, yeah. Yeah. And I was just happy to be there because I didn't even think I was going to get a local title, and I had. And then I made the top ten, and it was like, yes.
0: okay, cool,
1: yeah yeah, yes, here we are, um, and yeah, you know, I got to compete in everything then, I, Yes. yeah, swimsuit, talent, yeah, mean gown, didn't make the five, but, like, just yeah. happy to be there. Me being your older protective sister, mm-hmm. I was pissed off,
0: but yeah, right, No, yeah, I me was too, like, but, what? You know. My yeah. sister's so much more talented than these people, but that was where I realized, like, Okay, they're looking for entertainment versus talent. Because right, and you, that's sang, a, yeah. you sang an aria. Yeah, I sang
1: Quantum Info. <laughs> Which is not, like, anything. Right, it was hard. Yeah. Um, but that's the thing about Miss America. I mean, it's it's about finding a well-rounded person. It's not just about one specific category, although yeah. talent now is the biggest uh, percentage of your score. Okay, yeah, because things have shifted yeah. this past year. Right, but, you know, you can't expect adult women... 18 to whatever we are now, 25, Mm -hmm. uh, to be professionals in their talent all the time. Yeah. Because we're doing other things. We're going to, you know, Miss America is expected to go to college and have a cool job and do a lot of community service work. So she doesn't always have time. Yeah. To be a professional. So it's about being able to work a crowd. Yeah. And, you know. And that's what I think has been interesting watching
0: you is that you sort of, well, from the outsider... mm -hmm. Was I thought that you were drawn to it for more of the performance piece of it because you wanted to continue right. it in some way? But you really it did just open up doors mm-hmm. for you in the community service piece of that, right.
1: and I think that's really quite special. Yeah, no, it has been, and it. I mean, I really did. I mean, I'm not necessarily doing for my career what I intended to do right now. It's okay. okay. Which You're is okay.
0: St- only twenty four.
1: Yeah, so that's okay. <laughs> but um, but it it showed me the path toward. That more because I was not only studying communications in college and interning with you know relevant political campaigns and organizations yeah, and that kind of which stuff. I want to talk about in a moment. Yeah, yeah, sure. But I was out in my community working with political leaders on various initiatives like voting. I was working with nonprofit organizations like the League of Women Voters and Headcount, uh, registering voters and working on. You know, like the League of Women Voters does a lot of educational initiatives. So working on those kinds of things as a board member, and it showed me, you know, this is what this world actually looks like. This mm-hmm. is this is what the political world actually is. More like in an act, in an actionable, actionable. That's what that yeah. word is. Way. Yeah. 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 So you're not just seeing it from the
0: outside right. and perceiving it to be something, but right. you're actually in it.
1: Um,
0: yeah. Without really any sort of attachment to it. Like, you're kind of floating mm-hmm. in and being yeah. of in, service, but... Yeah, and as, like, as
1: involved as I wanted to be
0: yeah. as a college
1: student. Yeah,
0: and also getting a really wonderful opportunity to be in that, because, like you said, you got these opportunities because of your title. Mm-hmm. Right. And if you had just been this, like,
1: college kid, was like, hey, I yeah. just want to volunteer. the League of Women Voters, they yeah. wouldn't yeah. have taken me seriously. Yeah, like, here, was, like, hand out these flyers yeah, it or like, whatever. was like, hey, I have a title. Yeah. I have some influence in the community, and I'm doing all this work. Yeah. Can I work with you guys? And they're like, yeah, be a board member. <laughs> yeah. Sure.
0: That's so cool. So you, so that was your second round, and that was your yeah. sophomore
1: year. Sophomore year. Um, I competed again in my junior year mm-hmm. in New York, and again made the top ten, mm-hmm. and like did essentially the same kind of things. But that year was a little different because I won my title with – full intention just to be in New York going to college and representing my title and then in December I was leaving for like my winter break from college to go back to West Virginia and literally my boyfriend at the time and I were driving to West Virginia to visit mom and dad for winter break Mm -hmm. and I got an email that I was being offered an internship in Washington D.C. (laughs) Revolution Messaging working with clients like Bernie Sanders, who was running for president. Yes. And it was like, well, I guess, I guess I am not coming back to college. Yeah. I'm leaving college, and I'm moving to D.C. by myself. Mm-hmm. And by the way, sorry, pageant, like, I'm not going to be able to be there for a lot of community service Since work. It's a failure. But, and I almost gave up my title that year, but my director and I were, like, close, and she was like, go do what you need to do and come back as often as you can. Which I did. I was back six times. Okay. I don't know. Over the semester. Yeah. So
0: it was, I think you started right away, right? Like I- Like January until the-
1: January 10th, I remember. I was moving to D.C. Yeah, I had until from, the end of the semester. Yeah, until- Yeah. Like May or something. Yeah, until yeah. May. And then I pretty much came back to New York and competed for Miss New York that year. Yeah. Um, which was crazy. That was
0: crazy. So how did you get that- So. What was, how did it didn't just
1: fall into your lap? You no, applied for yeah. it. Yeah, I well again like knew I wanted to work some doing something in politics. Yeah. Uh, Revolution Messaging is a really great progressive political consulting company in D.C. They work with candidates like Bernie, also with unions and like really cool nonprofits. So mom had actually texted me at some point and like back in August or September before I competed for my title. Mm-hmm before I had really thought about it and was like, hey, Revolution Messaging works with Bernie Sanders. We love Bernie. You should apply for an internship with them. And I kind of laughed at her and was like, well, it's in D.C. I'm in New York. Yeah. I can't really do that, but okay, whatever. I applied, didn't hear back, had pretty much forgotten about it. And then it was Thanksgiving, I got an email from them that they'd like to interview me. (laughs) And I was like, that was months ago, I forgot, right? Right. And I did, like, a phone interview and had to do, like, some kind of a project for them where I designed what I was doing. I remember that, yeah. Yeah. For the internship, I was doing text messaging primarily as well as, like, social media and kind of just various digital stuff. So I had to design two text messaging campaigns Mm -hmm. and, like, put the full campaigns together as part of the application process. So I did that, and then again, like, didn't hear back. And I was like, it probably didn't get it. It was a long shot, whatever and yeah, December, and they're like, yeah, can you start in two weeks? (laughs) (laughs) Have Christmas and move here. Yeah, so I spent, you know, that two weeks looking for an apartment in D.C., Yeah. and then I went back to Ithaca and got all of my stuff and moved to D.C. and started this internship, but it was crazy. Yeah, it was crazy, (laughs) and yeah, I went back and forth between Ithaca and D.C. Yeah. To do appearances and to, like, visit my friends and boyfriend and... And that was, it was a very crazy semester, but, uh, like the best, the best decision I could have made yeah. at the time. Yeah. Yeah. And
0: so what was that, like, what, what did that entail that semester? What did that
1: look like um, in terms of your work that you did? I mean, I worked, what, four days, I think I worked four days a week mm-hmm. and I'd never lived, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I had lived a very... Sheltered yes, you did. existence and had never lived on my own. I went straight from mom and dad's to college, and then my sophomore year, I moved in with my boyfriend. So, I'd never lived on my own before, you know, and never in a city. No, just uh, I was a little worried about you. Me, too. <laughs> almost didn't do it yeah. I had like a breakdown before I left for DC yeah. it was like I don't want to do this Whoa. don't make me go but we'd already rented the apartment so yeah. I was doing it uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah I don't know but it was it was the best semester I worked four days a week mm-hmm. which was cool because it was the first real political thing that I had done at that point and yeah. I again got to see what that actually looked like working not directly on a campaign but you know in the background of a presidential campaign, which was crazy. It was, when I was working, it was busy. We were doing, like, the text messages for the presidential debates and all of that kind of stuff. So, you know, you were working all the time, and I loved it. And then the rest of the time, I got to explore D.C. I was, I mean, it was the perfect situation. I was living, right, in DuPont Circle, 10-minute walk from work, 10 minutes to, um, what is the street where everyone... Goes to parties in D.C. You? U Street. Yeah. yeah. U Street. It's like 10 minutes from U Street. Yeah. And so I was just right there. Yeah. And had the most fun. Yeah. Ever. And, <laughs> <laughs> and, um, made, again, made new friends. I mean, one of the things that was great about pageants is I'd been so scared to make friends because I'd had these just, like, Be bad, sure bad like experiences that. with girls before. And I finally got to come out of my shell, and so I moved to D.C., and it was like, well, yeah, I'll make friends here, too. Why not? Yay! And so I made friends, and we had a blast. Yeah. But then I was still competing, so I was also, you know, going up. exercising constantly to prepare for the swimsuit competition, <laughs> and doing interview prep and voice lessons, and then, yeah, going back and forth to New York to continue doing community service work, because that is a big part of it, so. Yeah. Yeah, and then, like I said, moved back to New York and competed for Miss New York again, right, right then, right away. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I got to kind
0: of that, don't, that yeah, one. I yeah, I don't think so. But that was in Staten Island again, though. I was right? in Staten Island again. And how did you do in that top, top ten again? Top, top ten again.
1: Yes. So you got to sing and do everything again. Yeah, and that year I sang "The Light in the Piazza." Ah, yeah. From The Light in the Piazza. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> Um, and yeah, you know, I made the top ten again, but again, it was frustrating because I had worked really hard. Yeah. And the feedback that I had gotten the year before was that judges were a little bit, um, put off by my platform because pageants, I wouldn't say they're conservative mm-hmm. so much, but... It was a conservative panel. panel, I remember. There are a lot of conservative panels because a lot of the judges are from the south. Yeah. But also, as Miss America or as a state title holder, you're kind of expected to represent everyone in your state. Mm -hmm. Um, And so you you can have opinions, but like you know, you don't want to be a polarizing person, and with a political platform, and especially being. strong opinionated person and a democrat yeah uh some of that I think came out in my interview because just naturally came out because that's what I was and especially that second year in New York I was working for a democratic presidential campaign Mm -hmm. I wanted to share that experience with the judges yeah and then so for the second time I get this feedback that's like well we really liked you but like you know people were worried about You being in politics and... Taking a stand and having a voice. Right. (laughs) Um, And the Miss America organization, uh, at that time, wasn't going through something quite yet. Okay. But there were stirrings about the the guy who was leading the organization, Sam Haskell. Okay. Just not being a super great guy. Okay. Um, And so, the next year, I decided I'm not going to compete because... This is who I am, and as long as the Miss America organization is the way it is, I'm probably not going to win, and i put yeah. a lot into this. It's my senior year, and I was going, I knew I was spending a semester in Los Angeles, so I wasn't going to be there anyway, so yeah. I took a year off. Yeah. And I missed it so much. You <laughs> did. Yeah. Um, what did you miss? I mean... First off, it's... I mean, this sounds so stupid, but it's something to do. Yeah. You know, it gives you something to do. It gives you purpose. Well, exactly. Not just something that you're, you know, doing to do it. But, but yeah, it gives you something that you're working toward. Yeah. Besides just, like, school, which can be boring. Or, now, work, which can be, (laughs) you know, work. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it gives you something to work toward, and like I said, you know, you, you make all these connections, and my friends were all still doing it, and mm-hmm. it was just like, ah, oh, I really really wish I could be there mm-hmm. with them doing it, so I came back. Yeah. Um, so you came back after you graduated. After I graduated, yeah. yeah. And, I don't know, another crazy time. <laughs> yeah, in yeah. that way. Well, I graduated and didn't really know what I was doing. I was still with my boyfriend, still am with my boyfriend. Yes. You know, but uh, we didn't know what we were doing at all. He kind of wanted to move to L.A. I wanted to move back to D.C. We ended up moving to New York together, but it took us... to some... the compromise? Yeah, the compromise. <laughs> <laughs> the great compromise. The great compromise. But, we'll um, find our way to New York City. Yeah. But, Which you know, I'm grateful for because I get to see yes. you more. But it took us some time to get there. It took us a long time, or not a long time, but some time to find jobs. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I'd lived in DC and LA, but New York is a very different thing. Yeah.
0: But you had been here many years with me. Oh, when yeah. Visiting. Oh, yeah. Visiting. So you
1: had sort of an idea of what it was. But actually living here was very different than yeah. visiting, because visiting, I loved it, and living here. Interesting.
0: I didn't know that you loved it. Oh, I always loved it. Oh, okay. But I just have this image of you holding <laughs> the pole on the subway. I still so, hate this subway. <laughs> um, I just remember you holding the pole until it came to a complete stop. Still do. And then yeah. go. Okay, now I can leave. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Still
1: do. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I loved it when I was busy, and then I moved here and it was like, oh, Global this is, is real life. Different. Yeah. yeah. And. When I decided to compete again, I was working on a state senate campaign, mm-hmm. and my life was already insane. Like you were living out in far out in Brooklyn. Yeah, I was living like basically in Coney Island. Yeah. my campaign was at the very other end of the city in Washington <laughs> Heights. I was traveling an hour and a half each way every day. Yeah, working insane hours. You know, on a yeah. campaign, not making any money. And I was like, let's throw more stress into this. Let's compete for Mister New York again. There we go. Why not? So I did, I, and I won um, another local title mm-hmm. and was like, yeah, we're doing this whole thing again. And last, that was, God, last year, yep. it feels like centuries ago. Yeah. Um. But it was last year, and I didn't make the top ten. Yeah, I was surprised by that. I think it was just a, that kind of a time in my life, you know? Okay. yeah, it's just not aligned. I, yeah, I couldn't really focus on it. Yeah. Had I won, I wouldn't have been able to Yeah. be Miss New York full-time, because I was in a weird transitional period of my life. Yeah. And, yeah, I just hadn't, it just wasn't meant to be that year. So I thought, like, oh, do I really want to do this again? Yeah do this again. The Miss America organization had new leadership because Well, didn't we? I thought we were you were done. Like, you were I was supposed to have out. out. Yeah. The, the Miss America organization ousted Sam Haskell its leader and um, put in place pretty much an all-female leadership team Okay. Uh, uh, led by Fox News host Gretchen Carlson Oh. You know, it was a really cool thing. Basically, our Miss America leader, Sam Haskell, had been caught up in this uh, drama. He had sent some emails calling, actually, Mallory Hagan. Oh. When she was Miss America, like, fat and all kinds of weird names. Okay. Um, And someone had found the emails and leaked them. Okay. And so he was ousted, and then Gretchen Carlson had just... Uh, I think, filed a lawsuit against Fox News for how she was treated. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, you know, it, all kinds of, you know, sexual harassment and stuff. And so she became our Miss America leader. Okay. And it was really cool to go from, you know, this guy who kind of sucked yeah. to, like, a, you know, powerful. And she was in the pageant world? Or how did she come um, by I list? believe she was a state title holder back in the day. Okay. Like back in the 80s. Okay. Um, so she, you know, knew about the organization and I don't know how it happened, but somehow was like, yes, I'll, I'll do the job. Yeah. Um, along with another woman who had been involved in the organization for a while, Regina Hopper. Okay. And they together, right before the state pageant season, raised the age. So girls who had aged out were allowed to compete again last year. And so I thought last year was going to be my last year. Yes. And then they we all did. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Even after they announced it. I was do like, like it's the last yeah. one. But they raised the age and so I went into the state pageant going like I guess if I really want to, I can do one more time after yeah. this. But they also announced that after that state pageant season they would be getting rid of the swimsuit competition. Yeah. As part of the era of me too and just like, you know, it being not the 1980s anymore. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah, they decided to get rid of the swimsuit competition and uh, make Miss America about what it was really about, which was empowering women and try to show people that it's about more than how we look on the stage. Yeah. So I didn't make the top ten that year, but I was like, you know, I'm really going to kick myself if I don't. Compete one time with this new system. Yeah. So I knew right after that I've got to do it. I'm gonna <laughs> compete again. God damn it! Uh,
0: <laughs> gosh, it's like a roller coaster ride. Every time yeah. I'd get that text or call from, yeah, I like,
1: "What? Oh my God! Here we go again." Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, I watched Miss America last year, and again, Miss New York won again, <laughs> Nia Franklin, um, and it was. So was that four years in a row or no, no, there three, were a couple then... of there were a couple of girls in between there. Okay. But Miss New York did it again and but it was a really cool it was a weird competition after watching it for so long mm-hmm. with the swimsuit and seeing it not have it. But one of my chief complaints with the organization was, you know, that first time I watched Miss America, I didn't really get an idea of what the job was mm-hmm. as Miss America or what people did when they're not competing so when you watched it all the way back yeah all the way back it was like well here's some pretty girls doing yeah. talents and they all look great in their swimsuits and okay they all some of them sounded great in their on stage question they're smart that's cool but you never I mean you never heard about the fact that everyone has a community service yeah thing that they do you never heard about the fact that they earn scholarships yeah. for competing and not so much in, in New York but in some states they earn thousands of dollars in scholarships where, you know, it okay. really is worth it. Miss America gets a $50,000 scholarship Okay. as well as a lot of money for her appearances and stuff. So you never heard any of that kind of stuff. It was just like, here's pretty girls. Yeah. <laughs> and some of them can talk also. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so it was really cool seeing Miss America for the first time last year.
0: Okay. So this is the one, sorry, just to be clear, that you didn't win top ten, right. but you got to watch it on TV.
1: Yeah, I'm watching but, it, I'm so watching it on TV. So this is when they just shift it.
0: Yeah. Okay. And so then,
1: the, the state pageants that year, they had announced that they were removing swimsuit before the state competition. So you did that with your... But they, they still had swimsuit. Uh, but okay. Yeah. And then after, but then, right. Okay, right. got it. Yeah. Okay. A few months later, it's Miss America, and I'm watching it on TV, and it was like, this is really cool they started with on-stage question they used to start with swimsuit okay they start the whole thing with on-stage question so you right away are like okay like they're smart yeah cool (laughs) um and then what did they do last year I don't know but you know it was just on-stage question talent and evening gown they added this sort of awkward thing to evening gown which is that girls make a social impact statement where they talk for 10 seconds no more about their community service work. Okay. So, like, I had to do it at the state pageant this year, and I said something along the lines of, in, 20, in 2016, only 50% of my generation voted. I am bringing power back to young people, one vote at a time, with the power of your vote. All right. You know, you just stop in your evening gown and say something into a microphone, and you're like, thank you. <laughs> and then you continue walking. But, again, you know, you see, okay, they can, they're smart, and they're doing this yeah. work, and you actually see, like oh, they're all doing community service work. Yeah. And, you know, it was just a really cool transformation of the organization, seeing them focus on the things that really mattered Yeah, to the organization and not just what's going to look good on TV. Yeah. So, yeah, I came back. You came back, and you were miss... Metropolitan, Yes. Or Miss so Cosmopolitan. Cosmopolitan. So I was, I was Metropolitan yeah. a few years
0: ago. So, and you did that here in New York City? Yeah. And what did this
1: past year look like for you in terms of that? Like, well, it was, so, uh. Was I, it any different? Oh, I, I won my local title later on in the season, I didn't compete until later on. Great, right, I remember that. In the season, so I think I won in March, and the state pageant was in June. Yes, beginning yes. of June. June yeah yes yeah. <laughs> um so you know it was a shorter time to prepare but yeah and but you and now you but you still are you're still Miss Cosmopolitan. I'm still Miss Cosmopolitan yeah. until next March technically yeah. okay um and so I can I can wear that title whenever I want and you're still doing community service yeah yeah but yeah so I mean this year I I came into it you know, it's my last, it was my last Mm -hmm. time. I prepared really hard, and I did a lot of community service work. Um, now I work primarily with an organization called Head Count. Okay. That registers voters at things like concerts, music festivals. You were just at the Pride Fest. I was just at Pride Fest, or at the Pride Parade, registering Mm -hmm. voters. Um, so I did a lot of events with them registering voters. And I made top ten at Miss New York. You did. And, I, you know, from watching it on television with the new yeah. system and then competing in it, it was really cool. Yeah. It was really, really cool. That Normally, during, like, the preliminary competitions, when you answer your onstage question, it's these really easy questions, mm. but they were, like, harder, more challenging questions okay. to show off, you know, all of the things that we actually prepare for. Yeah. Um, my, I got to do an onstage question finals night. I was asked about um, the new abortion laws in Alabama. I know. I didn't actually have gotten a chance
0: to talk to you about that. Yeah. Because I was in Spain. Yeah. <laughs> or Italy at that time. Mm-hmm.
1: But, yeah, what was the question? Because Mom was texting yeah. the updates. But she so, didn't it move. was really cool. Okay. So, for finals night during Miss New York, um, so first off, let's yeah. let's take it back for a second. Let's so take it back. during the preliminary competitions, yeah. I had a little bit of a flow. Yes. You yes. texted me about that. I was very nervous. Yeah. Me too. Um, <laughs> I during the talent competition, which is really you know the thing where I'm supposed to thrive the yes, most. Yes, you are a beautiful singer. Uh, I was gonna, I was singing somewhere from West Side Story, and talent competition is happening. It's my turn. My music comes on, but it's really quiet on the stage, and I really like cannot hear it. I don't think the monitors were on. I don't know yeah. some some kind of technical thing happened, and I could not hear my music. And you know in those situations like your brain doesn't really know what to do it doesn't always cooperate and so it's like in these you know in a competition like this you have like 0.5 seconds to figure out what to what to do really I could tell my music was playing but I like couldn't hear it couldn't hear the notes yeah and so in my head I was like don't sing don't sing and then there was also a part of me that was like sing and that part won But (laughs) not completely, because I don't think that my brain or, you know, whatever it is that makes you start singing was totally cooperating. So I came in, and my voice sounded very confused Um, and shaky, and it wasn't the right note for sure. Uh, It kind of more sounded like a squawk than anything. Oh, sure not. No, 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 no. no. It was bad. (laughs) It was bad. And what's really funny is the photographer for Miss New York continued taking pictures, shout out to Brian Price. He just continued taking pictures. My face. Horrified. Horrified. Like the pictures are so funny. <laughs> and I'm just like and this guy was just like, I'm just gonna take pictures of the worst moment of this girl's life. Like <laughs> <laughs> And I was so nervous after that. I told, I was like, hey, guys, I can't hear my music. I stopped singing. You did stop singing. Yeah, and I was like, hey, guys, I can't hear my music. Can we start it over? Yeah. And they did, but at that point, I was so shaken up. Yeah. And I should have, like, you know, I think back on it, and I know myself as a performer, and I really should have just walked off the stage and taken a second, had a drink of water, and come back on. But it was a competition, so I was like, let's just jump into it. You know, let's get back into it. And the music started playing, and... I was so shaken up. It was like the whole song just went out of my head. Yeah. And I just stood there. And the music is playing, and I can't ask them to start it over again. You know, like <laughs> oh, God. I can hear it now. I just can't sing. And like you know, it's just like I just need a second. Yeah. And so I'm just standing there, and it, it, you know, I it was like an out of body experience. I watched myself literally apologize to the audience <laughs> in the microphone. You did. I did. I was like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And then about 30 seconds into the song, I started singing because I had finally like regained my composure and stuff from the moment. But I literally, yeah, I was just standing there looking horrified. Photographer continues taking pictures, which is wonderful <laughs> because now we have them forever. <laughs> You're so funny. But, uh, but, so I really didn't think I was going to make the top 10. Well, I, I got that anxious, like, horrified text I, from you. I didn't want to make the top ten, because I was like, good God, what if something like that I know, like you said you again? didn't want to go out on stage I was like, again. it was, you know, it was the most mortifying, I mean, it was really, like, it was the most mortifying moment. Even worse than, you yeah. know, everyone's, you know, everyone's, like, apologizing to you. and Like, what was, what was great, too, is that 30 seconds of the song, when I started singing, it was the best I've ever sung. Like, That's what you said. It as was, as yeah. I'll say, I mean, we know Mom
0: and how supportive she is, right. but
1: she did say that you, it was the best you've ever sung. It was, fast. it was, the, and, and my I, dad said that. He was like, I was yeah. horrified. My head was in my hands for you because you did sound awful at the beginning. And then yeah. you just stood there looking you horrified. You just your shit together. And it was like a rush of adrenaline. That's just a moment of grace, too. Right. They were just like... I was like, something has to happen here. And I just took a deep breath and started singing. And it was like... I was like, what the fuck is this? What's coming out of my mouth right now? This is how I should sing all the time. God damn it. And the judges, like, are sitting there like... Uh, there was... One of the judges was a former Miss America... And she was literally crying um, in the audience, and I was also crying because I was like, "What is this voice?" And I mean, you don't even know. Like, I I, even in that moment when I started singing, I didn't know what the hell was happening. (laughs) Like, I had been so nervous, and it was such an emotional moment. Yeah. I had no idea what the hell was happening my, yeah. I just started singing and it was like cool here we go and like I finished the song and was like where am I? Like, <laughs> yeah. what's going on? I was like standing right over the judges like right at the front of the stage Yeah, and I you know, came back into my body or whatever they're all crying, I'm crying you know, it was a good moment, but then you know it was still just like, oh, but you're gonna have to go on stage again. And yeah, it was so scary. On. If yeah. I, if I, it's like, if I do make the top ten, goddamn it, I have to be perfect. <laughs> I have to be so perfect because I can't have anything like that happen again. Um, and but I also was like, but I'm probably not going to because realistically, even though that was the best I've ever sung, I didn't sing. It was it, you know you have a minute and a half for your talent, and I was only singing for like a minute because I couldn't. <laughs> get it together yeah. there and so we were going into finals night and I was like it's probably not gonna happen which sucked because I had mom, dad, and grandma but then Riley my Beyonce now yes and his parents are coming for the first time yeah and I was like yeah guy I like texted all of them ahead of it and I was like listen I'm sorry that you all are coming all this way to watch me because it's probably not gonna happen And I was pretty convinced that I wasn't going to make the top ten. Yeah. Um, so when I did, it was like, okay, well, yeah, wasn't, you know, (laughs) hadn't set any of my stuff backstage. Was just like, we're not, this is it. We're done. Oh, my gosh. And so I was like, okay, well, we're going to go do this. (laughs) All this again. But, uh... The first thing that we competed in during finals night was on stage question. Okay. And everyone is getting, I'm one of the last ones called in, so you go in the order that you're called into the ten, and everyone's getting these unbelievably hard questions. Okay. You know, it's all, like, political okay. stuff. And not just political stuff, like, the kinds of events, current events, questions, and stuff that okay. you expect in a pageant, such as... Uh, Doctor assisted suicide. and oh, wow. Um, how do you feel about the straight pride parade? And okay. All of that kind of stuff. Like, they're all pretty challenging questions. Yeah. But I really wanted to be asked about abortion because I knew that I had a kick ass answer. Okay. Um, and so it comes my time, and Mallory Hagan this year is the host. Oh, my God. Full circle. Yeah. And she'd also been my coach a few years ago, oh my, my pageant gosh. coach. And so she's hosting. And she's asking the questions for on-stage question, finals night. And she, you pull a question out of a fishbowl. Yeah. And she pulls it out and she's like, this is my question. I wrote this question because it was all questions (gasps) from former Miss New York. I just got chills. And what was really funny is a few years ago when I was coaching with her, um, she was, you know, like my interview coach essentially. And... She had asked me, she did essentially, like, a rapid-fire issues thing where she would, like, say a word, and I would say the first thing that came to mind, and one of them was abortion, and she really pushed me on abortion because I was, like, pro-choice immediately, and she was, like, well, how pro-choice are you? Like, what does that mean to you? Mm. Do you support abortion at all times, in all cases? Mm -hmm how long do you think a woman should be able to get an abortion into her pregnancy? You know, she really tried yeah. to get me to define the terms, and I'd never thought about it before. I was just like, well, I support abortion. Okay. You know, whatever. Yeah. And so she really pushed me on it, and I just wasn't, I'd never thought about it. I wasn't sure. Yeah. And so I went home and was like, well, how do I think about it? What, yeah. what you know, what are those terms that I believe in? And I'd really prepped for that question, and it had never been asked since then. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going on stage for my onstage question, and she's from Alabama originally, and she lives in Alabama now. Oh, okay. And she's like, oh, this is my question. And I was like, oh, I know what this is going to be. Wow. And it's about um, the new Alabama abortion yeah. laws. Yeah. And she says, as Miss New York, is this an issue that you would take a stand on, and and how, how would you take a stand? And I was like... Thank you for this question. <laughs> yes, because I know exactly how I feel. So what did you say? Oh, I don't remember exactly, because, you know, you're, you're in this adrenaline rush of what a moment. What was the energy of it? But uh, it was, it was that, yes, I would take a stand. I believe that the decision to continue or end a pregnancy should be between a woman and her doctor. Mm-hmm and no one else, just like every other medical decision that a woman makes. Mm -hmm. And that this is an issue that has already been decided by the Supreme Court with Roe v. Wade, that a woman should be able to choose to end a pregnancy as long as a fetus is not viable by itself outside of the womb, Mm -hmm. which is at 20 to 24 weeks. And those are the terms that I believe it should stay at, like Mallory and I discussed, how long do you yeah how long do you support abortion through a pregnancy? Twenty it's, to twenty four weeks. Yeah. And that of course I would stick up for this as Miss New York because, you know, as a New Yorker, that's we have always bled the nation on some of these issues. Yeah. And it's my place as a woman to stick up for something that I, you know, believe should be a fundamental right for all women. Yeah. And, like, the crowd cheered, and I was like, I got to do my answer, finally. Thank you, Um, Mallory Hagan. I love how it's full circle. She was the one who inspired you to get here. She helped you, and then she was the one who... Asked me my last ever onstage question in a pageant, and it's the question I've wanted to be asked since then. Wow. So it was a great moment, and then, you know, the rest of the night, the next phase is talent, and I time did not have any upsets. The technical the, you know the technical theater people when I had talked to them I was yeah. like blast the music to a loud singer just feel free to turn it up full blast and they did Good. and it went great and, <laughs> and uh, then you compete in evening gown and you know, yeah. I can walk so that's fine uh, <laughs> and uh, you know then it got to top five and I did really think I was gonna make it at that point because everything had gone so well but I was also just so happy that I had made it into the tent at all yeah and I was so at peace at that point with everything that I had done that night yeah I didn't get called into it and I was like oh well okay that's fine good um and the girl that ended up winning Miss New York is so kick ass she's like a you know college professor biology teacher okay with like five degrees (laughs) Rides a motorcycle. Yes. She's a badass, and it's great. So, you know, I don't think a, a better person, besides yeah. me, of course, <laughs> you know, could have won Miss New York, but... Well, and the other thing, too, is
0: we were talking about, I mean, you're engaged. Yeah. And you're getting married in May next year. Yeah. And if you had won, we were going to have to move your wedding. Yeah, because you
1: cannot be married. Yeah. in the midst of it, as long as you have a, a title.
0: Yeah so so in some ways I feel like it was the best of all worlds because you got yeah. to kind of do what you needed to do in a lot of different mm-hmm. ways and you also don't have to move your wedding and, yeah um, You so. sound very at peace at. I mean, every time you would finish, I mean, I remember that first time in Staten Island, that first competition, you're like, okay, he's like, ready for the next one, yeah. and you were just like, pissed off in ways, and just like, fired up for the next yeah. one, yeah. and I feel like this one, as soon as you texted me, I was like, oh, she's really at peace
1: with I, whatever Yeah, happened. and it's really funny thinking about that transformation, because mm-hmm. the first year I competed again, it was kind of just a a funny story that I was going to be able to tell. I didn't expect to like it so much that I would come back. I know. I was so surprised you were so passionate about it. But I really just wanted to win. And it's, you know, it's you're. I was 18, I was 18 years old and it was just like, why didn't I win? Yeah. I want, I'm the best at everything. I wanted to win. (laughs) Um, and then you go to college or I, you know, I went to college and I feel like every year my sense of self, developed a little bit Mm -hmm. further but I still just really wanted to win and I was there to win I was very competitive (laughs) about it and then now I think about it it's six years later Mm -hmm. I'm 24 almost 25 yeah and an old almost an old married an old married woman (laughs) but it's just funny thinking about the mindset that you have going into these kinds of things because at the time winning or being the best was like what I was motivated by. Yeah. And really all I had to, not all I had, but you know it was what I I looked forward to and it was what I was entirely motivated by 100%. And now I know there's other things. I'm going to be totally fine. Mm -hmm. Not just because I'm getting married, but you know like I have a whole other life. You do. And yeah, I don't know.
0: And it gave you purpose. I mean, through that whole journey, it really did... It gave you a sense of purpose for a time and space Right. with the pageant, but then it gave you this whole other world right. that gave you
1: purpose. Exactly, and it wasn't... It became, you know, it's... And people who have been competing for a while, you know, we get into the whole messaging of it, and it's like, oh, it's not about the crown. Yeah. <laughs> it's about the work that you do to make an impact in your community. But it is. Um, yeah as cheesy as it sounds it, it and it became at first I was entirely motivated by the crown and getting the crown and winning and being <laughs> the best um and you realize that you are doing something that's so much bigger than yourself bigger than the crown um making an impact on your community and I mean my thing is voting um I've probably registered thousands of voters and I've also talk to young children about how they can get involved in their communities, not just in political ways, but how they can get involved right just where being a they are, being, yeah, being a good citizen yeah. in their school or in their greater community. Yeah. Um, but, you know, other girls do all kinds of other things. People have everything from volunteerism as a platform to um, creating safer spaces for people with mental or physical um, disabilities, uh, supporting the LGBTQ community, like, all kinds of things. Yeah. And so you realize all of us are doing these things that are so much bigger than ourselves. Yeah. And, you know, Miss New York, that's a really great thing. And, um, as much as we all want to get there when we're competing, yeah. we're all doing really cool Yeah. things. I mean, there were so many girls this year. It was such an impressive group there were like, I mean, there were 23 of us competing, and there were 23 girls there that could have been Miss New York, and would have been a great Miss New York. Yeah. So it was kind of a (laughs) crapshoot. Like, Lauren is a kick-ass representative of of our class, and of the organization, and so I'm glad she won, but like, her runner-up was great. All the top five, the top ten, everyone that competed. Do you think
0: that, because of the way that they changed things, did that change the vibe? Overall or I mean, I know you were happy before, but do you feel like it changed the energy of who was entering and I think that who they were uplifting.
1: Yes and no. I think um so what they did is they restructured the scoring and put a greater emphasis on talent. Yeah. And so it, it opened it up for girls who might have been um who might have distanced themselves because of the swimsuit competition okay. but it put a greater emphasis on talent. Yeah. Um and I think you definitely saw that in the top ten and the top five. Yeah. Everyone was very talented. Like, it was a it was a super, super talented group. Lauren is a beautiful point dancer. And we had, I think it was everyone else. Almost everyone else was a singer. Okay. And all of them were amazing. Yeah. Um, so I think it, it changed where we placed our emphasis. Yeah. And maybe who won to a certain extent. But I think... When, you, when it comes down to it, it's still about being a well-rounded person. Yeah. So I think probably the same people did well that would have done well with a swimsuit competition. Okay. But for me, yeah. personally, I mean, that was... And it's funny thinking about how your mindset changes with that, too. Yeah. At 18, I mean, I was skin and bones. Yes, you were. Not because I tried to be, but that was just, just that's my That's body. body. Yeah. yeah. But the swimsuit competition, even being that skinny, was such a stressful thing, because mm-hmm. I was 18, and I, like, hated everything about my yeah. body. Yeah. And for a couple of years there, it, no matter what I did, no matter how hard I worked out or whatever, it was like, oh, I hate this part of the competition. And then last year, uh, when we still had the swimsuit competition, it was like, you know, you're more comfortable with yourself. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I don't. This is fine. I don't yeah. care about this that much. Like, I'm confident in myself, so I could compete in the swimsuit competition without that amount of stress. Yeah. Um, but I think it's nice that they got rid of the swimsuit competition because, as long as you are having those younger women compete, 18-year-olds, I don't think that they need that pressure. Yeah. In, in their lives, like Sorry you're, you already hate everything. <laughs> you know, you yeah. no matter what you do at that time, you're gonna hate your body. Yeah. So. You know, and there's there's also no... It's not uplifting. It's not uplifting, and there's there's no value, no yeah. greater value yeah. for the organization Yeah, by having a swimsuit competition. It has nothing to do with the job of being a title holder. Yeah. You're never in a swimsuit. The Miss America organization started as a swimsuit competition, um, and, you know, <laughs> they had a swimsuit. They were, like, buy a swimsuit brand. Yeah. And so that made sense in whatever that was, you know, the 20s, 30s? Okay, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, the 20s. Okay. Because um, we're almost 100. We're almost 100? Yeah. Okay. But uh, it doesn't really make sense now that it's yeah. a women's empowerment organization yeah. where we're supposed to be like business women. Yeah. It just didn't, it didn't add any value. No, it doesn't sound like It wasn't business. worth it. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. I love uh, it. Yeah. And now you are, have, well, you still have the crown until March. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, where, how is the shaped? What's. Hello, Mitch, the little kitty cats here. Um, how do you think that it's forming what your next step in
1: life is? I. It's it's hard to say because it's changed so many things about me. I mean, yeah. There's the fact that I have I've made all these friends through the organization and yeah. I'm more outgoing in general. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's shaped so much of my life that it's hard to just say like. Yeah. You know one. Yeah. Thing or just spe- one specific thing, I guess. Um, I think the community service. Work has shown me my passions and how far you can take them if you just really commit and work hard mm-hmm. um, and I'm glad also that I've made connection through that community service work yeah. that will hopefully take me forward in my career but I don't know overall it it, it also it's still even, even if I'm okay with not winning and I'm more okay with myself, it does light a fire under your butt because you see all the possibilities for yourself. Yeah. And how much power you can have. Mm -hmm. And so I mean I see a lot of girls that I've competed with go on to do even greater things and have even even you know more leadership Roles. There's young women who have gone on to run for office, yeah, and be CEOs and in the military and just all kinds of amazing things. And so it's, um, I'm not going to be a queen anymore. But <laughs> it's like, what else? You know, what is? The, I don't know what the next thing is yet. But <laughs> I know that I'm never going to be satisfied with like a simple, quiet life. <laughs> a nice life of a queen. Yes.
0: Yeah. 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 It's been interesting watching from afar, or sort of up close, but from afar, watching you transform. Because it is. It's definitely during these formative years of you, of like shaping what is now your adulthood, Mm -hmm. it has definitely played a huge role in it. Yeah. Um, But I have seen you grow in a way that I'm not sure that you would have if you didn't have this. Um, You know, coming from a very sheltered life in West Virginia. Um, who had a lot of hard times with you know making friends, and but was very talented, and I don't know. I feel like you might have sort of been blowing around in the wind a little bit more. Yeah, I think and so. I, I think this has really formed um, formed you, and you know, having a voice and giving you some sort of mm-hmm. focus and purpose, and which I, I'm really grateful for for you and me too. Yeah, it's been quite interesting. Even though Mom and I like joke about it, work she's doing it again. Yeah, what the hell? But um if they would let me keep doing it, I would. <laughs> isn't there Mrs. America? Oh God, I
1: would never do that. <laughs> I really no.
0: But yeah, I mean, I think I'm really grateful for you to have done. Like, I'm really grateful for that opportunity for you, um, because I I don't know what. I mean, I have faith in you. You would have found your way, but I know for me, like during those years I had dance, mm-hmm. right? I had college where I was a right. dancer and I, it gave me this sense of purpose. And I think when I looked at my friends at that time and space, um, how they didn't really have a purpose. And I was really grateful that I had this purpose of, oh, I'm going to go to New York city and become a dancer. Um, even though it was a really hard life, it right. gave me some sort of purpose. And I feel like that's what this, this path has
1: been for you. Oh, exactly. I mean, especially <clears throat> kind of jumping into the abyss, how I did with just saying like, "Hey, I've been singing for my entire life, and now I'm not going to do this anymore." Yeah, exactly. I yeah, I don't know what I would have done.
0: Yeah, I don't know what you would have done either. I mean, that was what I was sort of like, "Oh God, I, you know, I." Um, yeah. She had such a talent, and you were—that's what you're in going to a high school for that right. specifically. I was like, "Oh no, what is she going to do?" Right. And, how is she going to feel purpose? Because I, because I also related to that for myself. Yeah. like, what if I decided at that age that I wasn't going to right. dance? Yeah. So it did. It's kind of steered you in a way, but it really made you, um, steered you, but like it made you even fuller of because um, it filled your cup in not just that performance right. way, but it filled your cup
1: in the community right. service and
0: community and yeah. yeah. And
1: you, you just. There was a drive that I don't think I ever had, even even when I was performing, mm-hmm. um, because, you know, in high school, you're, you can kind of just skate by doing the bare minimum, at least I could just kind of skate by, yeah. and I was good at singing, but I never really had to try. I was yeah. good at school, but I never really had to try, yeah. and so I got into college, and it was the same thing. I really wasn't, you know, necessarily trying at anything, yeah. but then... I had this organization that did push me, yeah, and did make me work hard, yeah. And hey, I I wanted to win, god damn it, so I was gonna work <laughs> really hard for it, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think there's just so many lessons there and ways that it has shaped me that I don't think I would have learned, yeah, outside of it in any other way because there's just nothing that compares. For me, at least. Yeah. To doing this.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. Do you have anything else you want to share
1: before we wrap this up? Um... I mean, I think the lesson that, that I have learned besides that is, I mean, I went into this thinking all of the stereotypes that people think about <laughs> pageants that it was just a bunch of, I don't know, dumb blondes. That's what grandma always said. <laughs> Which grandma was also a pageant queen. I know. And, so, and kind of a blonde also. So, <laughs> you know, so like, whatever. But, okay. um, you know, she's always like, oh, it's just a bunch of dumb blondes, whatever. Um, and even even those moments on the stage that you want to make fun of, like a girl totally screwing up her onstage question or like forgetting, you know, her song. I'm not singing. <laughs> there is so much hard work that goes into that moment. Yeah. And not just in terms of the pageant preparation, but, like, I mean, all of the things that I have just said. There is yeah. so much, so much hard work and passion and drive that has gone into that moment, and it's about so much more than you're seeing on the stage. Mm-hmm. Even now, with the new competition set up, it's about so much more than that. Yeah. And so... I know what people think about pageant girls because I used to think that too. Yeah. But you've proved them wrong. And we all do. And we break down, Mm -hmm. you broke down those walls, I think,
0: for today, at least anybody who's listening to it. I think if they had that sort of preconceived idea, there's no longer that Mm -hmm. because of you. So thank you. Well, thank you. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, thanks, sis. Sisters, yeah, sisters. My first family member podcast. Oh, yeah. Who's next? I don't know. Just, I, I, I have thought about that. Like, who's the family member that will be on this? So grandma. I. I think grandma has a lot of stories. We might have to do that one yeah. time. But uh, I'm grateful that it was you. So Me thank too.
1: you. Thank you for. Thank you,
0: of, of course. <laughs> We'll do it again maybe. Do a little follow up. Sure. What is life after pageants oh, God. with Willa Pearl, huh? Gotta find a hobby. <laughs> Thinking of knitting. Okay. Yeah. The space in between. Knitting. <laughs> well thanks Willa. Thanks.